Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler. Look at that episode title. number 244. <laughs> Today's topic is what to look for in a WordPress theme. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. We are going to start with George. George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm George. I work on the Jetpack team in Automatic, doing all sorts of shiny stuff, like building a new contact form interface that just launched this week. Saw that. Nice. Thank you, George, for doing that. How about you, Russ? Oh, hey, I'm Russ. I work at a company called Web Dev Studios, um, and I do lots of stuff about support. Awesome, man. Thanks for being on. How about you, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Wiefeld. I'm the project manager at Zeek Interactive, and I also lead the OC WordPress design meetup first Monday of the month, coming up on Monday. Sweet, Sarah. Thanks for being on. How about you, Say? Hey, I'm Say Reed, and I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at Third Media on all the things, and I've missed you. Oh. Hi. 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 I went by. Hi. How about you, Steve? <laughs> I am Steve Zink, and I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. What about you, John? I'm John Brown. I run an agency called Nine Seeds. Uh, well, I travel the world as a full-time digital nomad. Uh, currently talking to you all from Granada, Spain. Uh, you can find out about my travels on either wanderingjohn.com or johnlana.com. Uh, check us out. Sweet. How about you, Russ? Russ, Russ did it. Oh, Russ already talked? Oh, my goodness. How about yeah. you, Michael? Hi, <laughs> 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 Michael Kermeen um, from Quadra Digital in Las Vegas. We're a WordPress shop. Uh, we tend to work on high-scale WordPress and WooCommerce stuff. And I'm the co-host and founder of the Las Vegas WooCommerce meetup out here. Sweet. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my website is jasontucker.blog. So let's talk a little bit about the topic at hand today, which is um, talking a little bit about themes. You know, Steve loves to, to bring us back home and say, like, okay, we went really, really geeky on this stuff. We needed to like, talk about, like, you know, somebody who's just starting out in WordPress. And I thought this would be a perfect topic for this is, like, just starting out WordPress, how do we actually find a good theme? What are some of the things people should be looking for in a theme? And um, you know, what's the starting points that people should be uh, doing with those themes? So, what do you guys think? What, what's 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 something that somebody brand spanking new to WordPress should be looking for in a theme that um, would? Help what should them they out? be looking for? Or what do they generally do? Which is go to Theme Forest and randomly select something pretty. <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 not recommended at all. But that's the behavior. Which maybe we can try. I go to theme forest. I, I was going to say normally what they do is they look like uh, I have a cupcake shop, so they look for a cupcake theme, and that's definitely how you pick it out. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. I go to theme forest. <laughs> I sort by the number of sliders included so, with the theme. I would, I would just, the I would theme supports the most sliders is what I use. To build on to build on what Mike Michael just said is. Um, Going to Theme Forest and looking for a theme, I think, is the second worst way to do it. The first worst way is to Google free WordPress themes and oh. then just download it and install it. <laughs> Definitely. 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 It's a I, didn't try. Even, I didn't even think of that. That's amazing. <laughs> I was going um, to say that's how I came across the, the Heisenberg from Zeke Interactive is because I sell math. Sweet. Then you, you have all of our malware <laughs> <laughs> but if you do go to Google or, or Theme Forest, there's actually a cool thing you can do to see if the theme is 
any merit was there's actually a plugin called theme check. What? I know. And no it, way. And most of them will fail dramatically. So, tell us about that. So if you, well, theme check is, you can find it on wordpress.org. Just search theme check made by this really cool company that kind of makes WordPress. Um, and uh, the, so it's pretty reputable, I think. Um, and the theme check, you can run it. It'll tell you how bad your theme is. Um, there's a little, so, uh, or, or, or to, put it up, put, to put a positive spin on it, how I, good your theme I, is. I have that's, to, that's yeah. the, well, under the, under, the, under the premise that it's, that it's Google or theme forest. And by the way, there's a lot of great themes on both of those methods, but just none of them are named Aveda, right? Well, that, that, that's <laughs> no, oh, wow. So I was oh, thinking, you should definitely not, now, not now download like the, well. Well, the theme forest no, thing is no, debatable. Let's let's be fair. Not, so here's not, all, not all theme forest themes are bad. Let's yes, be fair. but to distinguish between the fact that you should not Google free WordPress themes and download them because those are dangerous, you at least need to be going through a reputable third party where there is a semblance of some sort of process right. so, so that theme to get to you. I need to come back to theme check really quick. So theme check is really cool, but it is important to note that theme check was built for themes going to wordpress.com and therefore no.org. It really checks for .org. things or dot org, sorry. <laughs> um, for things that are very blog focused. And some themes, which are fantastic themes, will fail miserably on theme check because they're not really designed as a blog type theme. That, that's a good point. Um, okay, so take that with the It is good for checking things, but it doesn't matter everything. Like okay, in the so let's, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I, no, I was just, I, I was gonna um, say, some of you may be aware, we recently acquired uh, a theme shop. Um, that's Nine Seeds acquired Web Savvy Marketing Theme Shop. Um, and I wanted to say that one of the reasons we did was because the themes are pretty simple. They're all Genesis shell themes, and I suggest to everybody, start with a simple theme. Um, these themes on ThemeForest that offer Visual Composer and a thousand different options and 15 slide sliders and 10 sidebars, overwhelming to most people. They're, they're the worst possible thing that they could buy. They think of them as a Swiss Army knife, but they end up just being a garbage truck. Mm -hmm. They actually actively interfere the development of the site from a user perspective, especially if they don't have a developer or someone working with them. Those themes uh, not only give WordPress a bad rep because they install like you know seventeen hundred different plugins down the down the side, which is overwhelming, <laughs> but they're also they're not clearly documented. They're not well. Um, it's not not good UI to understand what's happening. So those themes actively it actively interfere with developing the site from a user perspective. So, so, so let's, let's bring it down a notch to what Jason's original question was, right? So we, we're, we're getting a little, into, we've skipped a step, right? We've gone into sort of, I'm getting an echo, guys. Um, we, uh, we, we've gone to sort of a little bit into the developer side of this. I think what Jason's question was is, what do you look for in a theme, right? Features wise, is that what you were asking? Yep, exactly. Okay. Simple. So, yeah. so, so something that I have been looking at in a theme is uh, post formats. I like to do a lot of things with like YouTube videos, um, images and sliders on posts. So that's one of the things I look for. If it isn't compatible with the post formats I already have, then I'm not going to switch over to it. That's something that uh, that I I immediately look for. Okay. What do you guys think about the the balance between what most users would want, which is I want 
a lot of layout features versus a minimal set of features because for whether you're a Genesis, so there's frameworks and there's themes that run on frameworks, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people use Genesis. We personally use Woo framework and Genesis has, is a framework and the themes run on that framework. The framework provides a lot of basic capabilities that all those themes will share. So I mean, a lot of the question comes down to what they want versus what they need. I mean, they ah, might say, I want something that can do 50,000 things, but in practice, they're only going to use three of them. So you need to do a little bit of uh, exploration first to find out what yeah. do you actually need, what are you going to use, so, then let's find something that meets those needs. And if you don't really need that much, you could just use one of the core themes that comes with WordPress because they're going to be built very reliably. They're going to be simple and easy to build on top of. For the most part, those are the easiest ones to set up, right? And I think that's that's what most into it want is something that's easy to set up. They only have to find a little bit of content, a few photos, a little bit of this and that, and they have their site set up. Quite often, people gravitate to some of the popular ones that are talked about a lot. Great for people, for kind of the freelancers and stuff, building custom websites for people, but to get it all set up. The same is true of, um, I won't even mention the other one anymore, but of Autumn, others, where like you can do a lot, but it requires a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I think we should start saying- Rhymes with Nevada. No, I think we should start yeah. substituting Jupiter for Nevada. I don't know if you guys- Wait, 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 there's actually, there's actually a theme called Nevada, just, oh. just fair warning. So, I mean, so legitimately, anytime a theme gives you this control panel in the dashboard where you can change anything you want to about the theme, that's anything that you set up about the theme, someone with an administrator account could go in and mess up. That's one of the advantages of being able to have something configured in the PHP is a lot harder for someone to go in and accidentally break. So, so, so in my mind, we, but that's at odds with the consumer, step. right? Right. We, we, we've missed a step, right? We've missed a step of another what step. You, we are tripping. Yeah. What do you want? What do you, what is your business goal? What is your objective? What are you trying to do? What kind of website are you trying to build? Because not all themes do the same thing. Certain I things ser serve certain purposes, right? So I think you I need think to I'll answer that question first. Sorry, say. I'm going to do it. I swear. Uh, no, okay, I'll finish it for you. Uh, the, the, oh, <laughs> Rhymes he, with lost it. he lost it now. Oh, oh boy. Is, is a lot I'm, of, I'm confused a lot by your question, Steve. Isn't WordPress just for blogging? Don't do this again. No, a lot of small business users, especially, or first time people who are getting into that, I think use their theme as that stepping stone. They use the theme and you know like what Rose was saying if they have a cupcake shop they google for a cupcake theme because they're using the themes de demo as a a crutch basically to tell them what they need to put on their website so they're just popping in their stuff and not doing their own self discovery they're like oh here's this theme and here I can just set it up and then I'm just plugging myself into here that has nothing necessarily to do with what their real business goals are they're using that theme to be that that go between and that is I think a really dangerous spot because most of those demo themes, they're just crap. They're not geared towards any sort of business goal or anything. They're just showing off features. But then the user uses them as thinking that's the stuff that they're supposed to have on their website. And it substitutes for actual business development and actually considering 
the what the needs are of the business in it the, also in the website. It also assumes that the customer will have exactly those size images, exactly those size videos, exactly right. those size assets, and they will not. So the demo never matches reality, which is the disconnect. What? Well, I think that's actually not an alternative to. What's that, John? A demo is not an alternative to considering your marketing need or talking to a marketing consultant or somebody who can actually take your business goals into account. I have a, I have a crazy idea. Just because it looks what pretty if, on What if demo. the developer who is working with you actually asks about your business before they figure out what to develop? Michael, if, if you find that developer, send them my way. All right. We'll talk later. What's the border on that, though? I feel like. A lot of the people who end up at the you know the theme forest shop looking for a theme don't have a developer that they can sit no. down and talk to about you know what business goals are. You know, That's the true. small business owners who are just like somebody told me I need a website. Uh, I heard WordPress is cool. Uh, how about this one? And so well, right, and then they just plug themselves into and even using the default images that are within that. There's no greater greater looking into that and that is why also both Envato that does theme forest and you know wordpress.com and all the and GoDaddy are all launching WordPress support I think filling that gap of uh, the the small business owner who's on their own but really they're not they're not capable of doing that because they might be able to use it technically but they're not connecting that with their business at all so that gap is just completely missing so, so here's exactly what happens when somebody goes from their own to theme forest to, to what they want to do. They say, this is what I want. They install it. They set it up. And then they say, now how do I get it to do this? <laughs> and like, it doesn't do what they want it to do. It kind of got them in the area, but it doesn't kind of, it happens every time. And it's going to continue to happen until we start training people to understand that a demo is purely for showing off some of the things it can do, not what it's supposed to do. I mean, it's very like our society to confuse marketing for actual, you know, reality. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's, it's true though, it's really difficult. That's what it is. Everyone's just like, oh, just throw it on out there and then it'll do what I need it to do. And it's oh, Here we go, shallow. Steve's getting philosophical again. I can't help it. That doesn't happen, come well, on. No, but, but so I gave this talk to I gave this talk at WordCamp um, Ann Arbor about like it, it's really easy to sell people on things. It's like, oh hey, it has three hundred thousand different homepage layouts. It doesn't actually have three hundred. Sweet, I need one. Yeah, it doesn't have that many. It just uses Visual Composer, but oh. I can I can technically make the argument that it's got a billion layouts. Like it's really easy to sell something, and it's really hard to determine what you actually need. And I think we could do better at bridging that gap. One of the key factors that I tell uh, when clients are looking for themes and I, I don't have that ability to, to help them, I'm like, if it has Visual Composer in the list of features, it is not a good theme. End of story. Because it is now relying completely on Visual Composer to do everything. And Visual Composer, we could argue day and night about drag and drop and theme builders, but Visual Composer is a nightmare. It is a literal nightmare of pain. Those windows that it opens up is literally, it's like a 20 by 20 in terms of features that it offers to people. It's like, here, did you want to like write the letter A? Click this button. 
Yeah, you can you, put a short code in your short code inside the short code inside the short code to get a column. So, so one thing that I actually have started doing, especially with uh, ThemeForest themes, is I will view the actual style sheet to make sure that the current version matches what is actually on ThemeForest. Because I, I've actually gotten a couple demos where, like, they're using version 1.0, but it says 2.0.6 that it is available, and it's one of those things where it's like, if if your demo isn't current. I'm definitely not buying it. I uh, this week I have a client who has come to me, and the way that they're not like my clients that I've developed, I'm just doing mostly support for them, just to clarify. Uh, but he came to me, and I was like, "Oh wow, your Visual Composer, which is already like you know, as I mentioned, trash." Uh, but it, it wasn't working. Like you click a button and it's not popping up any blocks. It's not making a page. It's just not working. So, so I go and I check its version of Jupiter, incidentally, which is my new least favorite everything. Uh, and it's on version 411. Jupiter's now on 581. And 411 is from 2015. And but the good news is the security <laughs> consultants out there will get business when they get hacked. Yeah, well, guess what? He built it on Fiverr. He had it built on Fiverr. He just you know, blah, 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 someone just busted up this whatever thing on Fiverr, and he's left completely high and dry for the last two years of just, I don't know, what malware was glomping onto his nonsense. Uh, so what about features all, then? Yeah, so well, all, well, of this, all of this being said. <laughs> I, 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 I was actually I'm, say, wait, I'm, un, I'm unclear on what Safe feels about Visual Composer. <laughs> no, what we'll have to no, do is we'll have to do another episode. Who knows? We'll have to do another episode where we talk about you know things that you should not be looking for in a theme or something. We'll, like that. We'll, we'll, call, we'll, we'll just have an episode called Say Say It Doesn't Pull Punches. Well, <laughs> I have a few things you might uh, like might look for as a consumer. Yeah. So you, wanna, you yeah. want you want you want a theme for, generally so, you want a theme from a company, not a person. So yes. if you if you're whether it's ThemeForest or WordPress.org search or whatever, if a company is behind it and then you can actually find out the company who's making it, then chances are more times than not, you have a better odds of getting a good theme. Not hundred percent. Well there's obviously companies go out of business and get abandoned. But if you're gonna go with a big company, if you're gonna go well, with a lot of I see I see where Michael's coming from in this because because really if you had nothing else, if you had no idea how this whole WordPress thing works. And and you went onto this car dealership, right? And there's Steve's car and then there's Toyota. Like Steve's car, it's called Steve's on the front of it. Like, should, should you be buying Steve's car or should you be yeah, buying? But it looks, it looks nice. Oh, it comes in shiny red. It's a kid car. It's a car. So he, I, I get where Michael's coming from because you're looking at support, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, uh, reliability, people adding more features to the theme, all that sort of thing. Are themes going to get updated or not? Do people actually update those themes? I can see that. I mean, like features-wise in these, when it comes to, to themes, I would look to see, um, do they not have 500 plugins baked into the theme? Right. <laughs> I agree they, with that. The, well, less, the less that's you still baked in, into the theme, but you mean features. Like functionality should not theme, exist right? not in the plugins, theme. Right? Yeah, functionality sure, I mean, the should not be like, in the theme. Does the theme for contact forms, for example, does the, steam, does the theme say, we work with gravity forms, and that's the only form provider you can use with it, or does it provide general form stylings you can use gravity forms, ninja forms, jetpack contact forms, any other contact yeah. form under the sun, and they'll style it appropriately. Does it lock you into one provider that they choose to support, or does it open it up so you can work with whatever works for you? It also depends on whether well, you're building sites for a lot of people. Saying was, well. Sorry, John. You're, you're delayed. So we're, we're... 
sorry, when it comes to features versus plugins, like features built into a theme versus plugins, one of the big concerns is if something needs to be updated, do you want to update your theme to get that feature updated? Or do you want to update the independent plugin to just have it updated? And it's one of those things where like one of the reasons you should favor features being built as separate plugins, whether they're bundled with a theme and installed separately or downloaded independently and just supported, is that plugins need to get updated far more often than themes do. And if they're built separately, then you don't have the headache of trying to update your theme to achieve what it might be a security update to some functionality like a form submission or something else. It, it, it's also really easy, like, if, if your contact form actually breaks, you don't have to debug the entire theme. You can just delete that plugin and go find a new contact form plugin, and you can get rid of contact form 7. Like, it's that simple. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went there. Dang. I think in general there, there are some, you know, pieces of, of good information out there that kind of get um, translated weirdly as, as people play telephone. Um, you know, one of the things is that people are like, oh, your WordPress site shouldn't have very many plugins. But that's not necessarily true. You can have a bunch of plugins, like a ton of plugins, as long as they're made well. Um, as, long, as long as they're written well, I agree. Yeah. That's, a great, um, that's a great point. And I feel like that's something, like, especially when we have, you know, super beginners who come to the meetup, they're like, oh, but I'm not supposed to have a bunch of plugins. Somebody told me that that was bad. Like, so, I mean, it's bad to have a bunch of terrible plugins. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it's also bad to have a eight megabyte uh, features, uh, um, you know, like a PHP file or something in there that just has a ridiculous number of functions in there. It's like, okay, well, your functions have PHP files, eight megs, and you have no themes installed. You, you just did the exact same thing anyhow. I, All I that also, code gets loaded. I, I also wish that I and learned about... And you probably about can't disable each feature. I also wish Just I learned. I, I, I wish I learned about plugins before I ever learned about themes, because I would have found the plugins I needed to use to make my business successful, and then I would have picked a theme around those instead of mm -hmm. picking plugins to work with my theme. I think that's a big takeaway. Well, say, you had something to say, Sarah. Yeah, I was just going to say to finish my thought that, yeah. you know, there's a lot of like, what, what Aaron just, or Russell just said, Russell, Aaron. Um, That's what you get for having two first names, man. <laughs> and, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> a, I feel like you look like Aaron, just the, I just. <laughs> it's the hat. It's the hat. Sarah. <sighs> I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, generally, we, we try to look for a theme to do basic things. So we, we, we use a Woo framework in Canvas for a lot of stuff. All Canvas really does is provide fonts and header and, and footer and some widget stuff and some general layout. Everything else is plugins and custom CSS. So if your theme is minimal, I mean, it kind of implies it's a Canvas. It doesn't provide cupcakes it doesn't provide you know auto dealership out of the box you can make it do that but the the minimal things that it does make it kind of lean other people like genesis and that's the same reason like it just does basic things and then a child theme can do um, one thing we haven't touched on is everyone that runs a theme should have a child theme definitely yeah and that was what i was going to bring that up those are it's a really important concept that's not 
no one like no one in the user kind of field is really educated on yeah but okay how uh, come on can we expect that the people that are, would be watching this episode are they going to be able to understand what a child theme is how to create that how to how to make that I mean, I well, think I would argue I that we're talking well, about looking for quality themes. There's a plugin called Child Theme Creator. It's got a, you can press a button and make a child theme. You don't have to be a developer to do any of the things we're talking about today. You don't need to be a developer to find a theme to create a child theme. I, I, I get it. Takes it. A, little, a little bit of knowledge. I don't think watching, if somebody's watching this episode that is brand new to WordPress right, because they're shopping for a theme, they're they're just starting out. I That's think not we're even advanced. Yeah, that's not even like on their top 30 of things that they're looking for in a theme. Like, does it come with a child? I agree. Now, I agree with all of you, right? That should absolutely be done, but I just think it's too advanced. They're just trying to figure out why the sidebar is blue and they really want it red, but the, the developer did not put a little widget in there, a little thing that they can change from the, blue to red. And they're wondering why. That's Just get some of those 3D glasses and you're all set. <laughs> That's actually something awesome. I was going to touch on, though, Jason. As I was going to say, when you look at a demo, like one of the big selling points for me, like way back in the day, was like, what colors are available? Can I get this in blue, red, white? Like, like that used to be a big thing. And then I used to look at the fonts and be like, oh, does it come with you know Comic Sans? Because I need a funny headline. Like, you are dead to me. <laughs> I used to look at a bunch of stuff. That's why I use Jetpack now. <laughs> Did you just say he's dead to you? <laughs> Jetpack now has Comic Sans or something, right? It's funny. Hey, it's okay. At least it wasn't Papyrus. <laughs> but I love Papyrus. Oh, and my I, God. Papyrus notwithstanding, uh, so, I, the fact so, that you can't – a child theme is a really important component in – keeping your theme updated and keeping um, your site updated and secure. The child theme thing that no one knows about it and that it's too complicated for the user, I, I kind of think that that's a problem because you can't necessarily update your customized or configured theme properly without a child theme. And this is creating some issues for people. And I, I think that it's kind of, um, it, it's, it's a problem in the theme kind of sphere that we need to address, I think, more as a community because if the only way to protect your theme customization from being overwritten is by having a child theme, then everybody should have a child theme. And if nobody knows about that, there's a big disconnect. Also, if you're, if you're considering a theme and you're considering using WordPress for your business, find a local meetup because every yeah. city has a meetup. It's, they're free and it's an amazing resource to just learn about the basics. And you can find someone that you can just ask these questions to and can point you in the direction and can warn you to not go to Theme Forest or to use uh, um, Next Gen Gallery or whatever. Ooh, burn. Wow. Jeez, man. That was deep, man. We're, do, we're just name dropping plugins today. That's over okay, so I learned I want to use Revolution Slider, Contact oh. Form 7, Next Gen Gallery, and what else? Visual Composer. Papyrus. Don't use Visual Composer. <laughs> I have qualms. I have, I have qualms with contact form seven or not contact contact form from Jetpack moving into the the uh, text like little dash menu, which we don't need to okay. talk about right now. But I am out. extremely excited about the fact that it's moving away from short codes because I think that short codes are a plague upon the user. They don't understand them. They're not clear. As soon as I try to, I was trying to show someone how to use Soliloquy the other day and. You know, thankfully, they have a button that appears that you can add in the slider. You don't have to sit there and copy the short code and paste it in. That's a huge stumbling block 
to users. And so the fact that Jetpack's moving away from that is good, but there are themes upon themes and plugins to modify your themes that are all short code based that do nothing but create convolution, both on the site and in the code and in the mind of the, the user. I hate I hate short codes to open a div. I hate short codes to close a div. I hate short codes to make two separate columns. Like, dude, we could talk about short codes for days. But I think that's next week's topic, Jason. Say we yeah. we agree on something at it's, least. It, I love it. It's going to be um, <laughs> no longer want to build our websites using tables. It only took two hundred forty four episodes, Russ. What do you, Russ and I have been on uh, in alignment since we met each other. It's only the hat that separates us. That, <laughs> that is the, that is the big difference. And a really really thick state line between California and, and Nevada. There's a wall, I think. No, it's separated so, by two casinos. It's, I see them right when you right when you're driving. So what is that? What is next week's topic then? We we can definitely announce that right now if we want to. Papyrus. Papyrus. Okay. Or, or uh, fonts, fonts and WordPress theme. That's a real. Yep. Yeah, how did how to do fonts in WordPress and not have it suck? We have well, never done that. Out of two hundred forty-four episodes, we have not talked about uh, how to install fonts. We can definitely do that. Fifty-five Google fonts. Let's get fonty with it. <laughs> Let's get fonty with it. Oh, I love it. All right, folks. That's about it for today. I want to say thank you very much for all of you folks for being on the show. Make sure you go over to our website at wrcore.com and click on the links there to subscribe. If you enjoy this stuff, hit the little thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. And Ooh. also, we're we're available on a whole bunch of stuff. You can go look us on YouTube, on iTunes, on Stitcher, as well as over on SoundCloud, as long as they stay in business. All right, folks, thank you very much for being on the show. I'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye.